Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Um, wow, I, Abe, I'm going to be honest, I, I blanked on the intro. Like, I know we've been thinking about updating this. Maybe we should, let's do that right now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln, a screenwriting podcast with myself, uh, Tim Dunn, a modern millennial. <laughs> nope, nope, that's a bad start already, because you got to come in at some point. Let's take it back. Don't even say anything yet. Ready? <clears throat> Here we go. Third time. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, screenwriter Timothy Robert Dunn. And I am your other host, Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States. This is a screenwriting podcast. It used to be a political podcast, but now we talk about the art and craft of making movies. Thoughts? What do you think? That just came off the dome, that last part. The last one felt good, Timothy. I think I liked when you just said screenwriter, and then we said it was a screenwriting podcast yeah. to make it clear. And I think that's great. I think everyone wants to hear, I mean, having a podcast where one of the co-hosts is Abraham Lincoln, right. everyone's going to expect it to be a politics podcast or right. a government podcast or maybe like a history podcast. Yeah. And we just don't do those things. No. And look, we did it for a long time, but I don't know. We're into movies. We're movie guys. They have a saying out here in L.A. where we are now. We moved. Right. Audience audience members, we moved. We moved to L.A. One for them, one for me. We did the political stuff for a long time for you, yeah. and now we're doing stuff for me. I wrote comedy for a show uh, for somebody else, somebody else's voice for a long time, yeah. and now I'm writing it for me. I'm getting back to my voice, to the things that I believe, things that I like, and we're putting it together. Not that you're just a comedy writer, because you do so much more. Well, so do you. You do so much more. I appreciate so, that. I, I've, I, you know, now that we are full-time in L.A., and we've had some bills to pay. I mean, you can live anywhere, because you are employed by yourself by on OnlyFans. Fans, and then you also, I don't know, I don't know quite how to word this. You are getting some money from uh, Trinity Broadcasting, from unemployment. Um, and you also hooked me up with some unemployment money as well. And I put it as, well, if somebody works for a long time against their will yeah. and is unable to leave that job because they have had their freedoms stripped away and their liberty withheld. You were writing for the Huckabee Show on Trinity Broadcasting Network and they didn't treat you very well. Yeah. I was locked in closets, locked in the we don't back need to, of a we car, don't need to locked go, in the trunk yeah. of a car, dragged into a lake, shot fireworks at, shot paintballs at. I think they um, sick dogs on you at one point. Plenty of dogs. Yeah. Listen, I am entitled to a certain amount of recompense, back pay, if you will. So I view these less as, um, as you know, the fruits of fraud as they are reparations. Great. And uh, so we're doing fine. We're doing fine, folks. You know what, Abe, I have noticed since we got out here, it seems like everyone we meet because you and I introduce ourselves to be like, hey, we're screenwriters. We just moved to town. And like pretty much to a person, everyone has said, oh, yeah, I'm a screenwriter, too, which is really surprising. Right. Yeah. Everyone's very nice. Everyone seems a little distracted. And then everyone says, like, I'm also a screenwriter. Yeah. And then I expected some people to have heard of us, or, you know, <laughs> sure, yeah. either from the podcast or from your OnlyFans or from me being, you know, the president during the Civil War. But it seems like... um you know, you really have to kind of mention, you know, like Adam Driver or like right, right, 
Jessica Chastain to kind of like get someone's attention around here. Yeah. Do you remember when we were at the yogurt shop and I said, hey, we're screenwriters. And we were like in the process of getting our yogurt. And the guy was like, oh, that's so cool. Let me look you up on Twitter. Um, and then after he looked me up on Twitter, he seemed like a lot less interested in me as a screenwriter and like my ideas. Yeah, that I do remember that because he kind of mouthed how many followers you had to himself. Yeah. Uh, maybe he was just so impressed with how many followers you had. Maybe, yeah. I should have had him look at my OnlyFans. Maybe that's what I should start doing. Yeah, you should be like, you're a content creator from OnlyFans. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, you're kind of like um, the Paul brothers. The Paul brothers? Yeah, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, those two. Oh, are... yes. Yeah, I like that idea. I like that idea. That's how you should rebrand. Because you can be yeah. whoever you want in Los Angeles. That's Abe, we can be entirely new people now. Yeah, I mean, that's something we definitely learned from Warren G. Harding. He is a much different character these days. Yeah. Who, uh, Warren has, we've kind of been uh, getting settled, kind of settling in. Warren has been nice enough to come by. He spent the last, um, we've only been here three nights. He's been on the, our couch for three nights, um, each each one of those nights. So he's been, you know, making himself at home. It's nice to have him. Right. It's terrific. He says he's here to kind of be our guide rails, our training wheels, so yeah. to speak, to help us get situated and settled. He was here to help us move in. And doing so, he brought a bunch of his stuff yeah. with him and a couple of... Um, bags in the living room that belonged to him yeah and not even like not even like uh, suitcases just like what looked to be trash bags but with clothes and stuff in them yeah trash bags uh yeah and then a couple of those grocery bags too right and he's here he's in the bathroom a lot he's on the couch a lot he does the thing he he does you know like will you and i will order a pizza and then it'll come and then he'll come up and grab three or four slices and say i'll get you back yeah. So he's kind of, yeah, he's really made himself at home. Um, yeah. And sometimes I think he's, he is like, I was eating a bowl of cereal and I got up and I came back and he'd, he'd taken my bowl of cereal. Right. And I was that, like, hey. Oh, that happened to you too. Yeah. And I was like, hey, Warren G. Harding, I think that's my cereal. And he said, oh, I'm sorry. It just kind of looked like mine. And they kept eating. And then I kind of looked at him and then he offered me the bowl of cereal, like if I wanted to. And I was like, I never wanted to share a bowl of cereal with no. anyone. And I was like, no, it's okay. I'll just get myself another one. And he said, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. If you get me, top me off too, that'd be great. And I was like, well, okay, yeah. And then I was like, well, and he said, what's up, bro? And I was like, well, I kind of bought this cereal. And I don't know if we've really kind of discussed kind of um, now that you've been here three days, what the situation is. Like, oh, 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 oh. And he said, I, I didn't know you weren't going to be cool about this. He said, I thought you were cool. I'm he here helping you. He says that to you. me a lot too. Yeah. He says, I'm here because I want to be here. I could be somewhere else, and I could be somewhere else, and I want to help you guys hit it off in L.A., so yeah. that's why I'm here all the time, and I'm providing all this mentorship. The least you could do is provide me a couple bowls of cereal and let me use the car later. And look, you know, as far as I know, that's legit. Like, you and I don't have another mentor in town, so we should try and stay on his good side. He says, does he do this to you a lot? He says... Like he'll he'll say it in a joking manner. He he like we're having a good time, and then he comes up to me and he kind of gets right in my face and he says, "You'd be nothing without me." Yeah, he said that to me before. Okay, gotcha. One time the I was waiting to go to the bathroom because we just have the one bathroom. We have a pool, 
like in our complex like we have like a pool that you know the our front door faces out to like a bunch of other you know apartment buildings there's a pool in the courtyard and i think that's great and so Mm -hmm. i was but i was trying to get to the bathroom and he was in like the showers running for a long time and so finally i like knocked and i asked you know uh, president harding you know i kind of just need to go to the bathroom and he was just in there running the shower uh, at, at the highest heat possible the windows were closed it was like a sweat box it was so so hot in there and yeah. he had his jeans on he had no shirt on and wow. he was just he was just looking in the mirror and i i said are, are you okay president g harding and he looked at me his eyes were like real red and he was just like of course i'm okay i'm an effing legend of this town right nobody knows it yet but i am and you're lucky you 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 get to know me now, and I was like, well, absolutely. Could I use the bathroom? I just need to go to the bathroom. And he said, yeah, you, everyone needs something from me, and that's why, you know, you'll be nothing without me. And I said, okay, that's fine. And I would just go um, outside, like I am accustomed to doing in the 19th century. But boy, it seems like everybody else in Los Angeles does that already, and so they well, just. That's- that's uh, something I maybe should have prepped you for a bit more uh, before we moved out here, Abe. It's Listen, folks, it's been a whirlwind of a week. I mean, you know, we packed up all our stuff in a truck and we just we just left, you know? Like, I am in the process of finding a subletter for my place back in Chicago. Um, you know, I probably should have informed you more about the pretty serious homelessness um, epidemic going on throughout um, L.A. Oh, uh, I actually haven't really noticed... I've really just noticed a lot of people like camping and uh, living in like under bridges and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's that's actually those are homeless people. Well, okay, well maybe sure the people under the bridges are homeless, but what about all the people on the beaches with like the tents? Again, also homeless people. It's uh, it's a real problem. They're you know. Or, or what about to... the people who are just who like are sleeping in their cars? Also homeless. Also, do you know when we were at the yogurt shop and? we walked by later on after we were coming back from partying with Warren and there were people in the yogurt shop. Cause it's a 24 hour thing. And they were just there at like three or four in the morning. Yeah. I just thought that's cause LA is the city that never sleeps. No, also, also homeless people. That's also part of the problem. Huh? Yeah. Well then, Oh, well that's interesting. Yeah. See, I just didn't, I just haven't been tempted to go to the bathroom because everyone else has outside, but then also whatever I see someone, uh, doing so there's a good chance there's a cop who comes up behind him and just tasers them and uh being a return spirit and everything i'm really not uh-huh. sure how the taser experience would work out for me and i just right. am not anxious i'm not uh you know excited to find out yeah um but you know there's a ton of police officers a lot of police officers a lot of money that is spent on the police officers not so much on working on the homelessness epidemic but you know it's tinseltown baby it's uh it's la la land we're here to we're here to make our dreams come true yeah so you think all those people on the beaches at the bridges are making their dreams come true i think many of them may have moved here to make their dreams come true i think um may, and listen jewel she started out as a uh, started out she was a homeless person for a while and she became a very successful singer I don't think it's they're all jewels out there, but you never know. There's a, you know, if you look through uh, enough dirt, you'll find a jewel eventually. I don't think it's appropriate to say dirt. <laughs> I think 
I think those are people out there that are suffering. Let's let's move as far away from this topic as possible. Well, we did move away from it as far as possible because we moved to Los Angeles. So we literally moved as close to it as possible, Timothy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else we need to inform the um, our, our audience members of. I know, listen, it's been a lot of big changes, but we're doing okay, Abe and I. Um, We've had some celebrity sightings already. There's just so many celebrities all over the place. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, you know, we were walking, um, we were walking uh, by Man's Chinese Theater, um, and they have all those kind of impersonators and stuff like that. So we saw them. That was cool. Like I, you know, I posed for a picture with Spider Man, and he immediately knocked the phone out of my hand, and he said thirty bucks, um, and that cracked my phone. So I got to get that. <laughs> you had to give More, him thirty. Yeah. 30 bucks to get us get your phone back from him yeah i yes and he stole it too so that was that was day one we've been partying with warren um and he knows a lot of people for instance we were at this one bar with warren and warren ordered a bunch of drinks and the bartender asked hey are you gonna pay for these this time he said don't worry my buddy's got this so we paid for the drinks um and the bartender kind of was like you really sure you want to hang out with this guy and I guess he was trying to say, like, he's trying to warn us that, that you know, Warren G. Harding is like a legend and we are kind of newbies to L.A. He's probably trying to warn us that, like, hey, you know, you're out, he's out of your league kind of thing. But, I mean, yeah, Warren probably. G. wants to hang out with us. Anyway, we're at the bar and we're hanging out with some of his friends. And one guy introduces himself as uh, Miles Teller. And I was like, that's terrific. I know about Miles Teller. He's in a lot of great movies, like uh-huh. the Firefighter movie where he's the only one who lives. Spoiler alert. And the boxing movie that I, I've seen. Um, is he also in the the movie where the drum movie where he gets the thrimble, the cymbal thrown? Right, the drum yeah. movie, and um, he's also in Fantastically Four. He plays yeah. the one of the guys who stretches a lot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's excellent. And we start talking for a while, and I mentioned the, the Fantastic Four. I was just like, yeah, you know, the special effects of that, or whatever. And he's like, he kind of like. Yeah, he kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't totally sure he knew what he was talking about. Anyway, we had a great conversation. I mentioned I was a screenwriter. He kept saying, oh, you got to put me in your next thing. And I was like, that's terrific. Attaching Miles Teller to our project. Oh, it's going to be huge. It really could because he's got yeah. some juice. He could really make something happen. He could get something made. Um, and then the night kind of wound down. We went to leave. And he said, um, all right, tell you what. Uh, well, before you go back and write, how about you um, You give me 40 bucks and I'll jerk off in front of you. And I said, what? And he said, yeah, you know, you, you slap me two 20s and I'll slap it around in front of you. And, you know, that'll be the show. And I said, uh, Miles Teller, I don't think you need to do this. You mean, right. You um, maybe it's a sex thing for me. You know, maybe it's a kink. Yeah. And then later on, I was like, no, I'm not really going to do this. And one of uh, somebody else called him um, Brandon hmm. and he um he he answered to it, so could also be a uh, maybe that's what he does to like, like keep a low profile. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, he yeah. didn't just call him Brandon. Right. He called him Dirtbag Brandon. It's just a lot of these wild nights for us lately. Yeah, you know, meeting celebs and, <laughs> and stuff like that. Right. But uh, you know, our days were. We're pounding keyboards. We're getting words on the page. All day long. We're All writing. Day long. We don't um 
have time for things like editing or structure. Right. Or, I don't know. It's also one of those things where, like, people will say, oh, you should read this book about structure. You should watch this master class. It's like, you and I have watched enough movies. Like, we know what we're doing. It's called the FX app. You can watch all sorts of movies. Yeah. I know all about movies. I know you put the where the stars, what the stars have to do in them. Yeah. I know um, how you make the stars look good. I know <laughs> where you put the commercials. Okay. I know how to make movies. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think what else we should fill people in on. You and I are, we've signed up for classes. Um, I oh, jumped yeah. into. We, we just signed up for classes, even though we just said the whole thing about how we don't need to learn about. Well, this is—it's a networking thing, real. Like I'm we, taking an acting class. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to know these things. We no, know. No, no, no. We've seen enough movies, and that's why we had one of the. I for my acting class, anyways. I would raise my hand a lot and say I could actually teach everybody else this if you want me to just do that, or I will. The teacher will be saying something. I'll be like, no, that's actually wrong. It's one of these fun acting classes where, like, um, you know, not to throw around, but it's like 400 bucks, and it's two half-hour classes. And uh, first one was the one I already had, and it's kind of teach you stuff. And then the second one, we do scenes, and there are supposed to be some, like, big people there. So, And that one's also 400 bucks. So if I said $400, it's actually $800 altogether, 400 for each one. Yeah, just so yeah. the listeners know... You join this class for networking, but because you kind of keep saying that you know everything because you know everything, you haven't been able to, like, make friends because you don't need the friends. So well, you're no, kinda... no, because also, like, I don't know, like, I'm in there for networking, but these people are in there to, like, learn. So it's like, how much use are these people going to be to me as a networking resource? Yeah, that's not yeah. where the networking really happens. Yeah. So... You know, I'm making friends elsewhere. Yogurt shop guy. All these, you know, I'm making other friends. Warren. Yeah, and Warren yeah. G. Harding is introducing us to all sorts of, um, yeah, you know, all sorts of people that we just meet on the street. You know, we're walking yeah. down the street. All of a sudden, you know, we we run into a guy because he's laying there in his sleeping bag, and he knows Warren, and that's how things get made. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we'll have that a lot lately where we'll be going through a neighborhood and Warren will, like, point at a parking lot and be like, oh, I used to live over there. Yeah, we're like, well, there's no building in there. And then we'll he'll just, uh, we'll just walk fast by that. Or Warren will do, like, a lot of these interactions with people where they won't speak. Uh, a guy will just come up to Warren with, like, a paper bag and just hand him something and Warren will give the other guy, like, $300 that I had gotten out from the ATM that day. Right. It, and I that's some kind of like high level Hollywood stuff that I don't know what's going on. Networking. There. I think it's got to be networking. I think that's really got to grease some hands yeah. with some $300 in a paper bag, you know? Yeah. And one last thing I want to mention is the weather has been terrific. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced an earthquake before. And I got to tell you, uh, the th- three or four we've had, like, I'm getting more and more kind of just used to them. Right. And I never thought I would say that. And, you know, um, there's just like the temperature's really good. You don't feel like you're, even though it's sunny, you're not really getting burned because there's so much like right. smog and smoke from 
exhaust and forest fires that like right. you just if you feel like you you know you can be outside all day yeah barely have any problems right so folks that's um i mean that's what we've been up to we just wanted to fill you in on this new kind of transition in uh, our lives um we're gonna have some pretty big guests now i mean this is why johnny carson moved the tonight show from new york to los angeles access to big guests we're gonna have some big people on pretty soon here i mean we almost met miles teller already miles so just teller imagine what's in God. store maybe and we'll get him on we're going to continue to provide you with all the best screenwriting tips that you could possibly hope yeah. to get just like we did on this podcast i think we had a lot of really important specifics on how <laughs> right. to write for the screen yeah and we look forward to uh you know in growing this community as we go forward yeah um abe any any thoughts before we bring this one to a close i just want to say listeners i think this is a fitting next chapter for me you know before um i went to that play our american cousin uh, which obviously shows i was always kind of interested in these things don't you think right. uh me and my wife uh, mary todd we did a lot of talking about what we wanted to do after my stint as president it's always California. We we're always going to come out to California. Now, here I am. All these years later, I'm in California. So, folks, it's never too late to pursue your dream. Hmm. I am here to tell you that if you just drop everything and just drive to Los Angeles right now, it's going to work out for you, guaranteed. Well... With that, I think we're going to bring this episode to an end. As always, folks, um, if you have any questions about the L.A. lifestyle, I love L.A., email us at 15 minutes of Lincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical, 15minutes of Lincoln at gmail.com. And rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, Abe, I think that's going to do it. Uh, I'll cut this out later. Do you, do you mind editing? Spider-Man also took my laptop. So oh, yeah, I think I found, uh, yeah, I can edit. Okay, cool. Um, folks, we will see you next time on 15 minutes with Lincoln. It's just Warren G's kind of been using my computer a lot to do some of his, uh, he's, he says he's sending some of my samples around, but he's always just like playing, um, freemium games, you know? Mm. Well, the freemium where you, it's like, if you give us 50 bucks, we'll give you like 500 gems or whatever. Yeah. It's like design a five-star bathroom for grandma kind of thing. Sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's playing. It's like an ergonomics freemium game? Yeah, it's like... Is it, you never seen that game? No, I've never game. seen this game. He's, that's what he plays. He plays a lot I'm of gonna, like home, home design games. I'm gonna, I'll, the only one I remember is, like, get the man to the gold, but then if you pull one pin, then, like, a barbarian drops on him and it kills him or something. Oh, interesting. I wonder who owns that IP. That's probably going to be a pretty good script soon. Ah, shit. We'll get, we'll, I'll, I'll have to look that up. All right, folks, we'll see you next time on 15 Minutes with Blink. Go Dodgers! Yeah.